Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
All right, welcome back, everybody. It is the Ospo.com NHL DFS strategy show. Got a nice seven gamer to discuss for tonight. And I'm joined by Josh Harris, inventor, creator of the Josh Stack. How's it going, man? Doing all right. Won't stop snowing in New Jersey. We got like, we got four. Yeah, we got three feet last weekend, and then like at some, all these days are blending together. But at some point last week we got another six, and then today we got another like three, and then this weekend's supposed to get another storm. Like I'm over it. Yeah, geez, I I I've talked about on stream how much I hate shoveling. So uh, as long as do you have a service? How do you get rid of all that? We have a service. Okay, well there you my go. Back, my back can't even like sweep snow at this point. Living the good life. At least you've got a uh, snow service. Yeah. Uh, I need to invest in more of those. Need to make some money on DK and FanDuel though, and so that's what we're going to try to do for today. We've got to get out of here before the top of the hour. New NBA show coming on after this. So if you guys are interested in NBA DFS, uh, and you should be because we offer a ton of really good free content. So we've got three free hours going up uh, into lock today. And that'll be the case for most days. That's what we're getting pushed ahead. If you're wondering why we're live right now, this is the new time slot for uh, the NHL DFS strategy show. At least on most days, just make sure you check the schedule. If you subscribe to the channel, you're going to be notified when we go live. And that's the easiest way to know when there's going to be a show. If you don't want to keep track of it, if you don't want to just check the Osmo YouTube channel, subscribe, and then you can be lazy. Um, I'm in Texas and it's 40. Uh, It's like negative 10 here. So I can't say I feel too bad about 40 degrees. It's probably pretty cold where you're at too, Josh. Sure. Uh, Is it, is it sub zero there? No, it's, it's been in like the teens, which is still really cold, but like it's manageable, I guess, but on a hot and cold, like when it's like below zero and it's any kind of windy, you could, you can wear like an Arctic suit. Like the wind just cuts through it and it just chills your bones. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling right now. Um, so it has not been a great last few days. It wasn't a great night of NHL DFS. I know for me personally, I think it was my worst day of the season. Uh, I actually ended up scraping by like 20% of my entry fees is what I ended up getting back. And so I thought that was a win. I I legitimately thought I might get swept last night, uh, which is hard to do with how much I diversify my lineups, but yeah, it was, it was really bad for a while. And then something must've happened where I, cashed a few hundred dollars late um i'm assuming it wasn't great for you either is there anything to take away from from yesterday no i stacked toronto power play and they had seven shots through two periods as a team so i mean it's late after the super bowl i'm gonna chalk it up even if i'm wrong i'm just gonna believe it in my head that everyone was on a super bowl hangover all these teams were and this late is dead to me and i'll never think about it again yeah, I think we were talking about a little bit before the show. Like, you're probably going to have like, you know, eight to 10 of these uh, throughout the season where if you stack and you stack heavily and you stack all your lineups, uh, it's just not going to work out. Like, the right one offs are going to go off or the wrong one offs are going to go off, depending on how you look at it. And like, stack lineups just won't win in really anything. So, if you had a cashier build, maybe a, a couple uh, Tampa two stacks, they were pretty good. Maybe some St. Louis one, they were not bad. Although I think if you use those two together, you might not have uh, come up with enough salary. Some of the expensive defensemen weren't great either. Uh, So for me, pretty bad slate. Congrats if you were a winner. 
Um, Leave Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly was the only player to hit the points bonus yesterday, I believe. I could be wrong. He had three? Yeah, I think he had two goals and assist. Yeah, there, I mean, there weren't even, like, yeah. shots going on net from teams you <laughs> expected to. Like, you mentioned Toronto. Edmonton wasn't great. Um, and you've got, you've got Edmonton running it back against Toronto tonight. Uh, before we get started with the seven games, I uh, want to mention a couple things. I see the Super Chat, so I'm going to mention that in just a second. Free premium content for today, NHL top stacks, NBA rankings, and the PGA ownership projections. If you were just watching the PGA show, uh, welcome. NHL top stacks is free. PGA ownership is free. And then once again, NBA rankings. So check that out. We've got a bunch of NBA shows coming on right after this, whether you're in the betting, DFS, whatever. Um, we've got info for you for free for, for um, all the sites. Mizzou 131313 says fifth in the 333. Congrats there. Uh, the schedule is horrible. Well, there's been a lot of cancellations. So I don't know. I, I mean, they're doing a decent job balancing it out. But like, if they're going to, you know, three games are going to get canceled every night, like, you can't really blame the NHL for that, like the, the actual scheduling. And then uh, Eric Hoffman, once again, $25 super chat. Thanks again, man. He's been on fire just sending some screenshots just casually every single night. Uh, feels like he's won about 10 days in a row. So um, congrats again there. Always generous with the super chats. Bring back lineup study. I, I mean, we don't have screen share. So if, if there might be a way to do that, or maybe we could start an article with that. I know we've got one for NBA and NFL. Um, so we'll, you know, we're thinking about that kind of content. It's just difficult without uh without the screen share but um we'll always talk about a little bit about the night before um yesterday was the first show since february oh first time you listened nice well glad it worked out for you gotta listen every single day then gonna play my first nhl slate tonight uh any advice for a beginner what would you like say to that josh uh i mean Really, you don't want to – it's not like NBA where you're just plugging in guys from different teams and getting value there. I think you really want to concentrate on correlating your lineups. Um, Mm -hmm. You can power play stack. You can – I mean, the most common one is, you know, four from one team, three from another, and then a one-off defenseman. That's normally how it goes. Uh, Maybe over the past couple seasons since the scoring changes, with the arbitrary bonuses, people have been going away from that and then – Maybe that's not the most EV lineup construction now, but really as a beginner, what you want to do is correlate your lineups. However you want to do that, that's up to you. But the more correlation generally, the better in large field GPPs. Single entry, three max, you can get a little cashy, but generally you still want correlation there too. Yeah, and uh, you're actually, I mean, if this is your first day, it's pretty lucky for you because we've got the top stacks tool for free. So you can see some of the stacks that we think are over-owned and under-owned relative to their chances of being a top two stack on the slate. So I would just go to that tool, maybe pick a couple stacks there, one kind of under-owned stack or maybe two under-owned stacks and a value stack. Um, and then you can build a pretty good foundation there. And if you're building a bunch of lineups, I would definitely uh, say to use the top stacks tool, which again, free today. A bunch of helpful people in chat, so they'll help you out. Uh, we've got a pretty good community here and also in uh, in the premium Slack as well. Let's talk about the games. We've got seven of them. we got about 45 minutes. So we're going to start with uh, a fun one here, Detroit and Florida. 
2.2 implied total for the Red Wings, 3.4 for the Panthers, Thomas Grice and Sergei Bobrovsky are your goalies. Uh, no, no update on the status of Anthony Manta. He was a late scratch on Sunday. I want to say that, that these two teams played. Um, and then the only note I really have for Florida is just, they've been swapping um, their third and second line centers, Wenberg and this E2 guy, E2L. Uh, I have no clue. Stry- Luo Strinen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's his name intimidates me, but lots of um, yeah. I mean, Wenberg <laughs> scored a goal last game. I looked up his shot attempts. He had one shot attempt. Uh, like he's just he's just so bad for DFS, and I continue to play him. And uh, I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna play that second line, I would just try to throw Barkov in with them. But uh, what are you drawn to in this one? Yeah. So the first thing I noticed in this game, besides the Manthan news, and apparently he was a healthy scratch. So who knows what Jeff Glasshill's doing? No one really knows. But the first thing I noticed is now this top line for the for the Panthers, Verhage, Barkov, Duclair, their, you know, sample as a line is over 100 minutes. So you can kind of take away that their their numbers are still really excellent. They have a 60% Corsi 4 percentage of 3.52 expected goals for. Like that is very, very good. The problem that I'm having here, there's two problems I'm having here with going full far to one. One, their price is like eighteen four ish. They're about three hundred dollars cheaper than your darling's Vegas one. So I don't know if I would want to play Florida one over Vegas one tonight because of the power play correlation. Two, Verhage and Duclair, their price is getting up there. Verhage's fifty six hundred and fifty one hundred. So if you look down at that second line, Huberdeau is only six or four hundred more than Verhage, and Duclair is a is a thousand less than Hornquist. But like. If I'm going Florida, I'd probably find that 1400 uh, more to power play one stack them. Uh, Detroit's, you know, a bad team. They're below average defensively. It's not a, I'm not telling you, I'm not breaking any news there. But for me, like, really, five on five, I'd probably go Florida two here, like a Huberdo Hornquist Yandel, like power play. If you're like, because okay. Barkov is 7,700. That's, that's a, that's a, yeah hefty price to pay but you know that top line I, like like i said i'd rather play vegas one than florida one i'm not going to fault you if you want florida one this is a great spot step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Detroit's terrible. Um, it's probably Grice, right? Because Burns will show out. He's yeah. likely, yeah. I mean, listen, from a 5-on-5 five five line, you're not going to find find you know much better in terms of the numbers, but for me, I want you know a power play stack or Florida two, just for the a little bit of savings there. Now on the Detroit side, we got to wait and see what's going on with Mantha. I mean, Bobrovsky, I don't know what his deal is. Maybe you know he's nagging injuries or catching up to him, or he got paid and just doesn't care anymore. But he has not been good. So like, I really want to play this top line, Sedina Larkin. 
or sorry, not the top line because they're going against Florida one. That's just a brutal match. Fabry, Fabry Ryan and yeah, Giovanni Smith. Yeah, yeah. What I just do, Fabry Ryan and Giovanni Smith. I'm hoping is it, is it Giovanni or Giovanni? There's no A after the after the first I, so it's, it's confusing. I V A N I. Giovanni Giovanni. Anyways, G Smith. Yeah, G Smith. I'm hoping Zadina slots in there. Um, or not Zadina, I'm sorry. Mantha. And then it, I, I would have some Bobby Ryan, Fabry, and Mantha just because they're so cheap and they probably correlate on power play one. Although if Mantha does come back, uh, Fabry probably – or Fabry comes off the top power play. We have to wait and see is basically what I'm going with there. Uh, it is an early game. It's the first game. It's one of the 7 o'clock, so we'll definitely see in warm-ups hopefully – uh, Christian Jews price is, uh, creeping up a little bit on the blue line, 3,500. I think you can still go there if you're, uh, stacking Detroit for the power play and then Florida, uh, if you're power play stacking or using the top or second line, you can use either Ekblad or Yandel. Uh, Ekblad's $500 more expensive. I think if I'm power play stacking, I'd want Yandel just for the $500 savings I'm going even strength that have Ekblad. And I also don't mind Mackenzie Weger as a, He's not really a punt anymore. He's like a mid-range. He's 4,300, but he plays a ton of minutes, and he's on the top pair of Ekblad. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a bunch of different ways to attack, specifically this Florida side. Tough matchup for Larkin, so I'm not super interested in Detroit. I think if if Mantha were to come back and play with Larkin and Zadina, that would be something I would target, no matter what the matchup is. Uh, I don't know that that's overly likely. I think it's probably more likely slots in on the second line if he does play, but we seriously have – no clue. Coach says uh, he's not going to give an update. Sounds like maybe a doghouse situation. Uh, and hopefully he can just get out of Detroit because he's a really good player. And uh, he just uh, like they, they're good players, just don't get used right in Detroit, I don't think so. Um, Corsi in chat says uh, Duclair took Ekblad's power play spot in the last game. So I think, assuming that's the case, uh, then you got two guys from each of the top two lines on the top power play and then you don't have to deal with the double defenseman power play. I kind of like that. Although I don't really want to use Ekblad as a one-off. So yeah, no. uh, Barkov will be in the majority, if not all of my Florida stacks, try to avoid Wenberg. If you can, uh, if you get your one goal out of Wenberg on one shot attempt, like congrats, you just hit the lottery, but uh, he would be, I would like, you could just crunch with him in if you're making a bunch of lineups and then just X him out or switch or like do a two V two in the rest of your lineup. Uh, he is like just really, really poor for DFS, even though he plays on a good line, he somehow just does not contribute. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Florida one. Uh, it's probably gonna be pretty contrarian to have that full line with Verhage and uh, Duclair at over 5k, but I think they're worth the price just based on their, five-on-five five numbers alone, just based on the five-on-five five matchup alone. Anything else in this game? I mean, again, Detroit, cheap goalie. Going to see Grace. shots on him. Yeah. Want to use Grice. We saw it last night with Matt Murray and Mike Smith. Mike Smith was, like, almost 40% owned. He was min-priced at 6,500. But, like, these cheap go- – like, I'm just going to keep beating this dead horse until someone tells me not to. Like, these cheap road goalies who see volume – they're going to win you GPPs if they hit the the shot, the save bonus, and get a win. So yeah, especially on bigger slates like this, like you, you just slam some of these low uh, low price, low owned goalies with upside. Yeah. Um, you're probably going to hit on one or two of them 
uh, most slates. So I think that's fine if you're not correlating. Let's go to Edmonton and Ottawa. 3.7 implied total for the Oilers, 2.8 for the Sens. Koskinen and likely Hogberg. It was Matt Murray last night. He picked up the loss, but didn't play uh, too terribly. Edmonton wasn't overly impressive. One note on the Edmonton side is that it looks like Pliarvi took the top power play duties from James Neal. And if that's the case, now you've got fully correlated Edmonton one. Pliarvi only 4,800 and uh, looks like a clear one of the clear chalky lines uh, of the night. So uh, I'm assuming you're going right back to Edmonton one. If you have a handful of lineups, I don't know if you're considering them for your single entry here. Yeah. So I think it was Cliffy who's, who sent out this tweet earlier about uh, the McDavid and Pugliarvi, the Wowies. And if you don't know what Wowies are, it's if you go to naturalstattrek.com, you go to the line tool and you put in the team and the line mates it basically shows uh, the players numbers with or without their line mates mm-hmm. on the ice and McDavid's um, numbers with Pugliarvi on the ice are incredible. Like, so much better than when they had Cassian or whoever up there. I mean, again, not breaking news here. Cassian, not exactly. Cassian's out also. If anybody was considering playing, he's out for a while. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so like this line with Pooley-Arvey, hopefully it it sticks together for a long time because I'm a big Pooley-Arvey guy. I was upset Mm -hmm. that he couldn't break into the lineup last year. But anyway, uh, yeah, so – the Oilers only had three power plays last game, but Pugliarvi did see the top power play uh, two of the three. So hopefully that sticks. Even if he's not on for all of them, they throw, you know, James Neal on for some of it. You're still going to get for 4,800. I want some of that power play one time. And I think last game, what they were, the senators were hard matching what the Colin white line against McDavid. I mean, it worked last game. It worked last night, but like, I'm still going back to Edmonton one here. I think it's one of my favorite lines of the night. Uh, McDavid's still 9,000, but Ryan Nugent Hopkins' price has come down a little bit. He's under 7,000. Pooley Arby's 4,800. It's still manageable. And then it's it's Tyson Berry. They finally like am pricing him accordingly on the power play, 5,700. So, I mean, that's kind of a, a tough sell for me. Um, I'm not a huge Tyson Berry guy. But if you are power play stacking or you're using that top line, I think Barry's okay. I do like Nurse's one-off. And then I like the second line for Edmonton as well. It doesn't have great power play correlation. Yamamoto's not even on the power play, and Cahoon's on power play too. But they're cheap, and you get uh, Drysaddle at an $800 discount from McDavid. Drysaddle's heavily involved on the power play. They're going to see um, the Tierney line, I would imagine, with Connor Brown and Stutzel. But like, it still favors Edmonton too, and you get the Drysaddle power play correlation and then on the 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 senator side i was i was high on the the senator's top line last night and i still am i think you know this is a decent matchup they're going to go overlooked again uh dadinoff still 3700 on the top power play brady kachuk's down under 7000 so it makes it more manageable josh josh norris's price is a bit high for me 5000 not on the top power play so I think, you know, if you want to leave him off, that's okay. And to put in, you know, put Chabot in. Uh, his, he's pricey too, 6,200. And I think he's more of a, you know, power play stack or like Ed, or Ottawa one type of stack deal. I wouldn't want off of him, I don't think. 
And then Nikita Zaitsev, again, he's kind of like a Mackenzie Weger p- type of play if you need like a mid-range defenseman. I think he's okay because he – I mean, he le- he led the Senators in shots yesterday. That's not going to happen all the time or, or maybe even again this season. But I think, you know, he does block a lot of shots in the OSC over 20 minutes a night. Lots of like in this one as well. I mean, Edmonton won like the clear spot. I mean, if you look at our top stacks tool, highest chance of being a top two stack on the night and just a little extra bump if Pugliarvi's even going to play half the power play one time and split with Neil. Um, just some extra correlation there. I can't think of two guys that correlate more to each other in terms of like having big games than McDavid and Dreisaitl. Like yeah. since I've played NHL DFS that don't play on the same line. Like it's, it's insane how often – like when one of them has a three-point game, the other's scoring like two to four points as well just because they're so so dynamic on the power play. And then when things are close, um, they play together some at five-on-five five as well. Not as much this year. It looks like they've got something with McDavid, RNH, and Pugliarvi line. But like in past years, they played a ton. Uh, they played a little bit at five-on-five five when things were uh, getting uh, down towards the end of the game. And, you know, they're playing a lot of competitive games. So, um yeah, it's just it's insane how often those guys have big performances uh, together without playing a ton at five on five together. Uh, so, I mean, Edmonton won Edmonton power play. If you want to go to the second line, looks a little popular. I think you you might see some decreased ownership on a guy like Yamamoto at five K now not on the power play. Um, it's not that big of a concern for me going up against Ottawa. Uh, they're not super strong at five on five. Um, you don't get the $6,500 Mike Smith tonight. It's $8,200 Koskinen. So uh, if you, you know, he might see decent volume, so I'm not just going to X him out or anything like that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different of a situation tonight with the Edmonton goalies. I don't, maybe I'm way off base here, but since the arbitrary save bonus has come in, I feel like paying up a goalie isn't as good as it used to be. Like, I, I feel like, you're not seeing these winning lineups with an $8,500 goalie as much anymore. Right. I mean, in like an onslaught situation where you're just, if your lineup's very unique and you're playing like four to five forwards plus a defenseman, uh, like if you're Josh stacking basically and the goalie fits, that's a situation where I think it's fine. Um, But yeah, like usually the the goalies are priced where – like they're highly priced if they have a great opportunity to win, but if they have a, a high chance of winning, that probably means they're going to crush the other team more often than not. And that means they're not going to see a lot of volume. And if you're not going to see a lot of volume, you need to allow basically one or zero goals and get 25 plus shots. And uh, sometimes you're dead if you don't get a shot out, especially if there's another goalie at 7,100, that's 5% owned and stops 38 shots like we see happen all the time on these bigger slates. So I agree, Um, even though I correlate a lot. So, uh, oh, Ottawa side, um, we're still seeing some increased ownership on Ottawa 1, but it's mostly because of Dadnoff's price, I think. He's 3,700, plays top power play. He's a guy who can score some goals. This is a pretty good top line, so I'll work them in, but I'm still kind of waiting for the spot where – they're like 3% owned on a bigger slate rather than 9%, which is uh, what we're showing right now. So Morris's price to drop to like 5,000 is a bit like he was what, like 3,200 to start the season. Yeah. That's more in the price range. I want to play him 5,000. I'd rather go 
you know, in the next game, Matthew Shane is four six hundred. I'd rather play Duchesne right. over Norris for sure. Uh, Tony Snow in chat says auto one confirmed by the dog. I didn't hear a bark there. Uh, it sounds like your dogs must have been making a little bit of noise. So they liked Ottawa one. I, yeah, Noted. I got multiple dogs, so I don't know which one was barking. I, 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 I can't even hear it anymore. Well, we need one more line so we can at least fill out the two stacks. Okay. So uh, then we can just update the top stack tool, put a little note in there. Josh's dog barked during the show. <laughs> we were talking about this line. So Dobby the free elf confirms Ottawa one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Tampa Bay, Nashville. We've got a 3.1 implied total for the Lightning, 2.5 for the Preds, Vasilevsky, and Yusaros are your expected goalies. Rene went last night for the Preds. These two teams played last night. Uh, it was McElhinney, so pretty confident that these two guys are going to start. Anyways, uh, Tampa 2 had a nice game last night. Tampa 1 was okay at 5-on-5, five five, and we're seeing – essentially the same situation last night last night was a six game slate tonight's a seven game slate and Tampa won pretty decent chance of being the top uh, top two stack and very very low ownership they're not the best spot but I think they're just kind of an okay spot um would, would you have Tampa would you consider them with one lineup tonight well so when I was Going through my options for my one lineup, I was like, oh, I'm pretty confident that I have what I like now. And I looked through the games again. I was like, oh, man, Tampa's on the slate. <laughs> like, I, I, like, completely overlooked them. But now that I'm coming back to it. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like, it's just weird, like, how Nashville has been matched. Like, I was looking at shift chart earlier, and it's just it's just weird how Nashville matched up this game. Like, they were sending out the Duchesne line out, like, a good bunch against Tampa 3, which makes no sense. Uh, that basically plays into yeah. exactly what Tampa would do if they were at home. So just yeah. like throwing lat, like just basically giving Tampa last change. Yeah. And then, and then like the reason like the Sorelli line did so well is because they went up against the, I mean, at least a good chunk of the game against Yarn, Yarn Crow, Coonan, and Tolvanen. So like that leaves like the Hall, the Hall of Nick Cousins, Granlin line going against the, the Tampa top line, which definitely favors the Tampa top line. Uh, looking at their numbers this season, I mean, they're, they only have a 51% Corsi four percentage and a 2.65 expected goals for, and only 12 high danger chances, uh, four per 60, which for like an elite line, like we clumped them together, like, Oh, this is an elite line. Like you want them to be generating more. So like they're 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 having some issues generating some high danger chances here. I mean they have twenty nine scoring chances for, but only twelve of them are high danger. I'd want to see that that high danger number jump up if I want to, you know, slate in slate out. Consider them for my one lineup. That being said, it is a contrarian spot for me, and I think you, you definitely want some because they have the ability just to just to you know bomb whatever team they're playing, especially fully correlated on the power play. Yeah. Want to leave Pilat off. 
it's always dangerous. Like I always say, like with these elite lines, if you don't have to leave a guy off, don't uh, try not to. It is really hard to fit them in with Hedman. Hedman's 7,400. So, I mean, like if you want to leave off Palat and punt somewhere else and put in Hedman, that's fine. But like for me, like Tampa one, fully chlorated, I want all of them with Hedman and I'll try to make it work. Uh, Tampa two, I'm not huge on them. I mean, they have a great matchup again. Um, I'd rather go to the the third line here. Looking if they're especially if they're going to go up against that that Duchesne line. Uh, looking at, I mean, it's a very small sample, but these guys have been together for 35 minutes this season. They have a four, 41% Corsi four, um, and they're giving up eight high danger chances per 60, which is okay. But like, they're going to get outchanced. Uh, Tampa three is super cheap. Um, they're what ten six something like that. So yeah, Tampa one, Tampa three. And I mean, I do like this Nashville top line. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're cheap. They don't really correlate very well, but if I was, you know, 20 max, I'd, I'd have some 150 max. I'd probably have a little bit more, but yeah. Uh, and that second line, hollow cousins, Granlin, like I don't want to use them even if they are going against Tampa one and they may see a bump, you know, in time and ice, but like, Nick Cousins, Hala, power play one mini if, for 5,100. Like, if you want to get, like, crazy, sure. I prefer, you know, if I'm going to one-off someone from that line, be Granlin, just because that power play, too, kind of – they're they're kind of splitting their power plays again. You know, it's Duchesne, uh, Arvey, Granlin, Tolvanen, and uh, Fabro. So if you want to, like, get weird and do some power play, too, stacking, I think that can make mm-hmm. sense. But for me, from a one-line perspective, this game – kind of is like a is a pass for me this is more of an mme spot for me i agree i don't think i'm targeting a whole lot in uh like with limited lineups so if you're playing like 333 maybe the 40 where it's like a 20 max if you're maxing that out or the four dollar or the, the one dollar two dollar whatever it is um i would definitely get in some tampa one i'm gonna have some tampa one in my mme builds uh certainly gonna have some tampa three they're a line that i always go to uh, I think we've got, let's see, do we have the wrong price in for them on the top stack tool? Yeah, we do. I might have uh, that wrong. I did in my head real quick. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, we have them at 13 one. I was like, Oh, that's, that's kind of, uh, no Gordon Coleman, 3,800 a piece. And then Barkley, yeah. the big price bump to three K. Yeah. Ten six. So, um, yeah, you're, you're dead on there, but like one and three, probably not going back to the second line very often. Uh, and then on the Nashville side, Nashville one is going to get some ownership. I think mostly as a filler, they go well with some of these other lines we like. Uh, but just the matchups tough against Tampa, whether it's home or road. And if they're going to try to go up against Tampa three, that's not a great matchup. Uh, certainly not for uh, one of the higher owned lines of the entire night. So it makes no sense. They're in Nashville. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, but where, like, who do you go up against? Who do you I, try to go I against? want to go up against the Sorelli line. I mean, yeah. they have good numbers too. I mean, all these, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe you want to send them out against the point line. They have the worst numbers of five on five of any of the Tampa lines, but like, I don't know. I'm not the coach. Right. Yeah. I'm, just, um, I'm, just, I'm just a stat boy, as the beat writers say. <laughs> I like the Hall of Cousins, two man. I can see like going with Edmonton power play. You need a two man and uh, throwing in a a cheap defenseman as well. So I'm in for some of that 
whether it's Hall of Cousins, you know, Cousins, Granlin, you can two-man them, I think. Anyway, price point is just going to be a little bit different. Uh, Ekholm is expected to be in as well, so that's going to help out Nashville's defense. Uh, it was baby reasons that he missed the game yesterday. Uh, so it sounds like he's going to be back tonight. Otherwise, Fabro, 2,700, not a bad punt. And then Yossi, like, he hasn't been phenomenal this season, and the, some of the beats are saying he's frustrated, but we still haven't projected for 14 uh, at 6K, which is the highest uh, projection up. for a defenseman tonight. He's he's coming out a little bit here. Yeah. He's heating up. He's, I mean, he, he had the block shot bonus. He had six block shots. Like, he's just a pretty safe floor, it seems like, no matter what the matchup. But I'd we haven't rather, seen, like, the massive spike games from him yet. I'd rather play him and have him bust and not play him in, at lower ownership and have yep. him go off and regret it. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Blackhawks and the Stars. 2.5 implied total for the Hawks. 3.1 for the Stars. Lankinen and Dobin. Uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, Ottinger, I believe. Yeah, I believe he got confirmed earlier. So we'll get the lineup uh, builder updated for that. Um, Weird things going on with the Dallas lines. Did they skate this morning? I guess I hadn't checked since earlier. I I think Radulov is confirmed out. And okay, Kiviranta is game time decision. I think. Yeah, I. I mean, is there anything you like in this game? First of all, like, is this like we're not going to know lines before this game starts? Yeah, I mean, the you'll know at least pairs for the stars. Like Ben Pavelski will probably mm-hmm. be together. Hinsky and Olaf are probably going to be together, right? So. I don't mind that that Dallas second line, Hintz and Gurionov for the power play one with Klingberg. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really like playing Dallas. I hate him. <laughs> I, I can't stand it, him. This is a good matchup, though, and, like, I still don't want to play them. Like, it's just their their power play has been, like, white hot to start to see. Like, they started, like, 8 for 12. Like, that's not sustainable. Like, even the past few games, they've, they've calmed down a little bit, but, like, I don't want to play them for like five v five, like like seventy five hundred Pravelski. Like he's not twenty seven anymore. He's like late thirties. I, I just can't do it. And then like I kind of like the the Blackhawks here a little bit. Like the one thing I will say about the Blackhawks is the that top line of Yanmark, Kershev, and Kane. The past few games, halfway through the the game. Uh, Pia Suter comes up and replaces Kurashev. So if you're if you if you're in on like Hawks one, I think you got to be aware of that. Uh, I mean, I don't think you have to play Kane. Like he's seventy six hundred. That's that's something that I. This is a tough matchup. This yeah. is like this game has sludge written all over it. But I do kind of like that second line of Kublik, Stroman, Debrinkat. They're kind of expensive, and I think their price is going to drive down the ownership here. Um, I'm a big Kublik guy. I wish he was on power play one, but Strom and Debrinkat are on power play one. I think if they're, I mean, looking at their small sample, if you're interested in that line, don't look at their small sample this season. They're, the numbers are absolutely atrocious, but they are creating a decent amount of high danger chances considering they have a 39% Corsi four in that small percentage. But this game as a whole is kind of like a pass for me. I'll take I, if I was MMEing, I'd take some stabs on Chicago too and maybe Dallas too here. Yeah, the problem with Dallas, 
I do mostly. Like oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say I do like the goalies in this game, specifically Lankin and just price, volume. Yeah. Um, man, I don't really know what to do with Dallas here. Uh, Ochi Blue comments, hard to figure out where the scoring is going to come from. Yeah, so when that's the case and you've got, like, talented players in the top six and getting – like, they, they are stacking up the top power play. Hints, Kirianov, Pavelski, Ben, and Klingberg. So, like, it is – at least has the potential to be a good power play uh, this season. Now they're not going to sustain whatever they're at right now. But, I mean, if you can get a goal, each of the top two lines uh, gets a, a goal and then maybe you get, like, an empty net. Like, you could paint a scenario where they score four goals – and you have like a five-man power play stack, and it's useful tonight against the Blackhawks because it is a good five-on-five matchup. I just have no clue what the lines are going to be, so I'm probably going to have most of my Dallas exposure with power play stacks. So, is this a seven o'clock game? Or it is eight thirty Eastern. Yeah, so that's like even worse because, yeah. Like, yeah. So if you're playing, if you if you're in FC, you could just um, you could just make all these guys. Uh, line one, uh, like the four guys, Hintz, Kirianov, Ben, and just have some combo going of those if you wanted to three-man stack it. like That's something I've done at times with teams like Edmonton where when they have like a scrub on the top line and um, a couple of good players in the second line with Dreisaitl. So there are ways to get creative in, uh, in your crunches if you're building a bunch of lineups. Um, and so that's something I'm going to experiment with, just trying to play the good stars players that – get a lot of PP time because I want to attack the Blackhawks, but I, it's difficult when it could be Ty DeLandre. It could be Kiviranta. It could be Robertson on line two, or it could be none of those guys. Yeah, DeLandre or whatever, if Kiviranta's out, will be on that top line. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, those pairs, the hence Garyanov pair is way cheaper than the Ben Pavelski pair. So yeah, I prefer hence Garyanov just for the savings. Okay. Yeah. Not a bad call. So uh, we'll have some Dallas onslaughts with Klingberg in there. And then I like Hiskinen a little bit as a one-off at 5,400, just a talented player. Um, I don't have much on the Chicago side per yeah. usual. I was like, just I trying just, to, you know, find something and talk yeah. about it. Blackhawks PP, I mean, they've been pretty good. So, all right. Uh, before we head out to uh, the Vegas game, uh, again, premium content for today. That is uh, unlocked for everyone. Top stacks for NHL, NBA rankings, PJ ownership projections. If you guys haven't checked out our um, NHL Twitter account, make sure you check that out. Uh, it's just at Osmo NHL. And what we've got over there is just uh, not only highlights some fun videos, but uh, also good information that we find from Slack. If you're looking to join the site, Osmo Plus Weekly Pass is uh, – for everything on the site. If you're just looking for NHL, uh, we've got an NHL weekly package for $11.95. That includes projections, ownership projections, the top stack tool, and the lineup builder, as well as premium slack, which is, I think, our favorite. A lot of tilting going on, but a lot lot of uh, good information in there as well. Anaheim, Vegas, 2.1 implied total for the Ducks, 3.4 for the Knights. Gibson, Fleury, what do you like in here? Well, I mean, the Vegas top line, they're just they're just running people over. I don't like stacking. I, I don't like making a living stacking against Gibson. You're probably going to end up losing money long term. But 
the ducks are just they leave Gibson hanging out to dry. And this Vegas one line is one of the best lines in hockey. People like to uh, talk sauce about Chandler Stevenson, but what he, he rewarded those, the Stevenson backers with two goals last game. And then another big deal, like everyone's like, Oh, Patrick, 8,100 Stevenson's 4,100 Mark Stone's prices come down. He's 6,700. There's their full line is like eight mid eighteens. Um, they have a really long sample. 60% Corsi for 3.63 expected goal for 16 high danger chances um, four per 60 Patrick and stone on the top line. Uh, Pietro Angelo is still going to be out. So Shea Theodore in he's getting pricey 7,200. He hasn't done much the past two games with, with um, Pietro Angelo out. So I think maybe hit with the price, his ownership may come down almost done, but the, the Theodore ownership will be coming down. I think it's one of those plays where it's like, like Burns a couple games ago, yeah. or maybe even a couple weeks ago when he was like 7,100 and he was like 2% owned. I think this is a spot where I think you can go to Theodore even as a one-off and get him lower owned. And maybe he gets a couple points on the power play. So yeah, I really like this, this Vegas top line. I think, the second line's fine again. I I don't really like how, you know, Marshall and Smith are on the aren't on the top power play. Um, they won't see many power play minutes. They kind of Vegas kind of sends out that top unit for most of the two minutes. Um, but I I you know as a five on five, you know what you're getting with them. I think you can go there, and then uh, if you want to use that third line, I think that's viable as well. Uh, Tuck, Glass, and, uh, and Roy, or Wah, depending on if he's Canadian or American. But um, Glass on the top power play, I think if you want to get sneaky and you want to throw in Glass on that over Stevenson on the top line, I think you can do that. And then on the, the Duck side, um, I'm not sure if Getzlaff has been has ruled out, but if not, Grant's going to be there again. And Getzlaff's price, price has come down big time where you can put in Grant and not have to like scramble. Getzlaff is only three hundred dollars more. So if you're playing the Ducks top line, be you know in an MME build, just be aware. Leave three hundred dollars just in case because this is a late game. Uh, if I'm going to play the Ducks, though, it's going to be that second line: Danton Hein and Sam Steele, Jakob Silverberg, uh, Steele and Silverberg on the power play for sixty-seven hundred. I think you can go. That combo is nice, and you can put them with Shattenkirk for 3,800. It's a nice, cheap way to get some power play exposure. But for me, I'm mostly on Vegas in this game. I don't like stacking against Vegas. Um, but MME-wise, I think you can have some of that Ducks second line. Yeah, agreed on the, the Ducks. Uh, I'll at least include the top two lines, Steel Line and Grant. Good point there about Getzlaff. I didn't think about him potentially returning. You could throw in Lindholm or Shattenkirk with uh, – really either of those top two, if you wanted to make it a four man stinks that Raquel is on the third line. Um, but that's another potential one-off guy at 4k. Someone's going to go up against the Carlson line. They're not super strong uh, defensively. They are really strong offensively as are all the Vegas lines. You, you have to avoid the Stevenson patch ready stone line. So uh, you think that's going to be, is that going to be gets off if he plays, right? I think I think Carlson's line is going to go up against the steel line. They kind of Vegas yeah. kind of goes 1-1-2-2. One, one, two, two. Over the, I mean they don't even hard match like Yeah. The, I mean it doesn't matter who like from the Vegas side you it doesn't really matter who they send out, but like 
you will kind of want to, from the duck side, you don't want to play the steel line and them going up against Stevenson and you're just in a big world of hurt. But for the most part, I think Carlson's going to see the steel line, which is okay. more like Anaheim too, better than the top line. Yeah, that's a good call. So maybe I'll, I'll consider even Xing out uh, Anaheim one now that I'm, now that you're, you're talking me through this a little bit. Uh, Vegas, they're a little bit pricey, the top line especially. Um, but yeah, I love the onslaught here. I love uh, Vegas one, the Stevenson line. Stevenson doesn't project very well for us, but his line mates just, like, I, I just don't really care. Um, maybe the best line in hockey, one of the best lines. You can throw in Carlson for uh, $1,500 more, change the price point a bit, and uh, take out Stevenson if you wanted the full power play one. Throw in Sheodor. Uh, well, I guess that works. Shea Theodore or uh, Alec Martinez. Um, those are a couple guys that uh, I will be using as well. I, I like the Burns comparison. I mean, the, so Theodore is probably overpriced, especially for the projection we have for him, but he's still one of the highest raw point guys. And that's going to keep his ownership definitely in check. So, yeah, love Vegas. I think they might be my highest exposed team for the night. Uh, and uh, I, I feel really good about it. So uh, let's go to, what do we got? Ten minutes left for two games. We can do that. Winnipeg, Calgary, 3.1 implied total for the Jets, 2.9 for the Flames. Connor Hellebuck and Jacob Markstrom are your expected goalies. What is going on with the Winnipeg lines? I have no idea if these are confirmed or not. Uh, I don't know if you saw anything, Josh, but Trevor Lewis on the in the top six, right? Lewis with Dubois and Connor, like yeah. yeah. Where's Stastny? Like, did he Stastny with uh, Wheeler and Christian? I can't. This guy's name is getting cut off because it's so long. Vesselainen. Oh yeah, so they're they're in the bottom six. Well, I don't know. Either Connor or Wheeler are going to be in the bottom six. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, like, cop has been good. He's definitely earned a chance of playing with some of the top guys. Uh, I just wish they would kind of stack up two lines, and then I don't know what you do here, but it makes it a little difficult for DFS. So I'm more interested in the Calgary side here with uh, either Calgary power play or um, – I like the Monahan Gaudreau and Bennett line a little bit at five on five. What are you digging here? Um, again, I like this Winnipeg top line. Sucks their power play correlation. I they're kind of like, well, not five v five prowess wise, but kind of like how Florida one has one guy on the top power play and two on power play two. I think um, if they're going to go up against you know the, I kind of want to avoid the Lindholm Kachuk line, and they're probably going to go against the Shifley line. So. It bumps down Winnipeg one for me, but looking at uh, the Kachuk Lindholm Dubay line, like they have an 80 minute sample and their numbers are bad. And I didn't get a chance to look at their wowies. And I would imagine <laughs> without going out on the limb, yeah. it's Dubay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, even looking at their numbers, Knowing that how good Lindholm and Kinchuk were in the playoffs and how good they've been in the beginning of the season, I would want to avoid them. So, mm-hmm. MME wise, I'd have some Winnipeg one, but I would I would limit them. The other three lines for Winnipeg, it's kind of unplayable. You can you know one off a Wheeler, you can one off a Connor. Dubois making his Jets debut he hasn't played since like two thousand and three. It feels like so like. You want to one-off him? Okay, like, I'm going to wait and see. So, 
For me, Flames, Kachuk, Lindholm, that's where I want to be. Uh, Goudreau, Monaghan, don't mind them as well. You know, for the power play, they're a little bit cheaper than the Lindholm, Kachuk. But they're, they're, their numbers are terrible, too, as a full line. And I would imagine it's Sam Bennett. Like, they need to figure out, like, just put a line together here. Like, stop, right. like, giving Lindholm and Kachuk and Monaghan and Goudreau just absolute, like, anchors. I don't know what they're doing. They need to figure it out. And that third line, Backlund, Mangiopani, and, and Milan Lucic, like, they were really, really good the last game. I think you can, they're viable as a third line. But this game's kind of like a – from a one-to-three line perspective is a fade for me. 20 max, maybe I'd have a little bit of that top Calgary mm-hmm. line. And then 150 max, I'd, I'd work in some Calgary one, two, and three, and then a little bit of Winnipeg one. Yeah, Lucic, the GOAT, uh, got me a nice cash the other night. You can't skate Uh, for the life of me. Just so bad. Big ass in front of the goalie. (laughs) But, like, Backlund and Mangiapane going up against the depth. I I know Winnipeg's pretty deep now with Dubois there, but I don't know if any of these lines are going to be good. I think maybe Backlund, Mangiapane, too, man. I've used up my Lucic card for the entirety of his career. So I don't think you need to do that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I prefer the Calgary side just because I don't know how to attack Winnipeg. I guess you can go power play stack, but I don't really love it. I'm still a little bit worried about Lindholm and Chuck. I agree with you. Even with Dubé there, they're live to make some changes um, in-game. We've seen them do that and juggle guys around. It could be Lucic up there. Who knows? Um, so, I like – both of the Calgary top two lines and then back when Kachuk, or back when uh, Manjipani. I wish it was back when Manjipani and Kachuk, but uh, can't always get what we want. Yeah, we can't have nice things. Yeah. Hannafin, uh, I keep playing this guy. And he, he's not really doing a whole lot, but 2,700, I'll play him again. And then I like Gio as a uh, one-off. 5,500 isn't a super appealing price, but the ownership's going to be low and he's still a guy that attempts shots and uh, we'll block some shots as well. Oh, we got the we got the bark. We got the bark. Giordano? All right. Let's so auto one plus two piano. So we've got you know, we're we're four players into the nuts right now. We need to uh just out the last piece here. Last game of the night. Uh before you guys head out, if you could uh drop us a like and uh subscribe to the channel so you know when we go live, that would really help us out, helps us continue to offer some free content that it seems like a bunch of you guys like, not only for NHL but NBA, PGA all that good stuff. And then again, check out the free premium content for the day for NHL. That is the top stack tool. So really usable tool, whether you're hand building or MME building. Uh, We love it. All the subscribers use it on a daily basis. Sharks, Kings, three implied total for both sides. I don't know how. Marty Jones and Jonathan Quick in that. Maybe that's how. You just answered Uh, your own question. (laughs) Yeah. Good looking lines, I think, for the Sharks. Uh, some potential on the Kings side, a little bit of ownership going to both sides, a lot of bit of ownership. It seems like these are going to be some popular fillers. Do you have a favorite one here? And I think I already know the answer to that question. You're going to some San Jose too, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, so initially I wanted to go to the Couture LeBanc Kane line, but I was looking at Kopitar's numbers with Ayafalo and Brown. They have a massive sample, but I, so I, I shortened it down to their sample this season, and it's, it's not a very big sample, 
but their numbers are overly like a little bit better than their career numbers. So I kind of want to avoid going up against Kopitar. Um, so for me, I want to go to the San Jose second line, Timo Meyer, yeah. Tomas Hurdle, and Ryan Donato. Hurdle's uh, on power play one, Meyer, Donato, power play two. So I think if you're using that line, if you want power play one correlation, if you can, obviously if you want to one off Burns or fit Burns in with them, you can. If you want to get the discount for Eric Carlson, you can do that as well. But for me, I want to use Super Mario, Mario Ferraro with them. He's seeing over 20 minutes a game. He is 3,500. He correlates with uh, Timo Meyer and Ryan Donato on the power play two. So that's where I'm at with the Sharks. I think you can work in San Jose one in MMA for sure. Then the Kings side, I kind of want some of that Kings top line, even though I'm not a huge Iofalo and Brown guy. Uh, they do all correlate in power play one. Marty Jones is bad. The Sharks are horrific defensively. Um, their best defenseman is what? Eric Carlson. He's getting just absolutely lapped. Like his numbers aren't great. Yeah. Um, San Jose 2, like, or sorry, LA Kings 2 is going to be going against San Jose 2. So that I want San Jose 2. So that takes, you know, LA Kings 2 off the board for me a little bit. If you want to one off some Carter. At 4,900, I think that's okay. I kind of like this Kings third line, Adrian Kempe, uh, Velarde, and Leas Anderson. Um, Velarde and Anderson get power play two correlation for 5,400. Uh, Kempe's been playing really good this season. I don't know why he got banished down to the bottom six. I guess that's what you got to do when you have Dustin Brown. Put him up on the top line. But, um, yeah, I don't mind Velarde, Leas, uh, Mini there with, was it, Kale Clegg? A little power play two snack if you're getting, you know, you need some cheap fillers in MME. But other than that, I mean, like, uh, San Jose two, LA King one are the main targets from this game, obviously. And then Brett Burns, you can one off, you can do whatever you want with him. And then yep. Ferraro with is a fine one off as well for the time he sees on the ice. All right. Uh, I agree with you there. I really like San Jose too. I'm going to just going to mostly just be aware of what I'm doing. If I'm stacking San Jose one, two or LA one in this game, because I think they're going to be some very popular fillers. Uh, we have to wrap it up. Josh, really quick. Do you have a hat trick pick? Everybody in the chat wants it. I got Max Pacioretty. You got Pacioretty. I'm yeah. going to go uh, Tomas Hurdle. All right. There you go. Hurdle, Pacioretty. Those guys are your hat trick picks. Feel free to drop yours in the comment if you're watching uh, later. Listen to us on pod. And good luck. We will be back on Thursday. Short slate tomorrow. See you then. Bye.